0: y'all, this is Sizzle Pop the Podcast with yours truly, Shay Money. Make sure y'all check out the latest episode 10. I want to start off by saying thank you to all of my listeners and my OG supporters, new supporters as well. You keep Sizzle Pop going and keep me motivated. So today, somewhere in March, we are officially almost done with the season. You know, we're almost at season two and you know, like... <laughs> Okay, 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 it's not that serious, it's not that serious, I know, I know it's not that serious, like, and that's what, I've been kinda, like, okay, so on Facebook, if you follow the page or like it, make sure to go do that, it's like, um, it's like a podcast community that I'm in, and I was asking them about it, you know, I was just like, should I just keep going, or should, you know, like, I... I do different seasons and I was just like pretty much do whatever you want to do. And it's more so like because I want to give a I want to give Sizzle Pop a different type of sound each season or, you know, like just something new, like an accomplishment or, you know, like achieving something. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much why I'm converting to a season two. I feel like um, it's going to be different like situations and you know discussions talked about then it's not going to be anything different you know sizzle pop isn't going to get sugar down it's just more so like um i want to make sure everything is still organized too and with that, we have a new setup, a whole new sound, and for that, we will be talking about a great debatable issue, y'all. It could be biased, it could be one-sided, it could be controversial. Also, it could be selfish too, even though you play on a team. Today, we will be talking about my personal favorite sport, basketball. Yeah. Bow Wow and Rain Dupree said the rent was due for that because that is just like we're not just gonna get sidetracked but anyways and if you know you know what was last weekend now other than the true game itself we're also gonna be talking about NBA changes throughout the years and also WNBA changes and rights throughout the years because I'd be feeling like People be forgetting that the WNBA is a league too, and it's important as well. Now, I know y'all expect me to say this isn't a sports channel, so this is the only sport we're going to talk about. No. Sizzle Pop is a community where we can talk about any discussion and any debate, unless of course it's off the wall. But you know, other sports can be recommended or talked about as well. Don't be afraid to make any suggestions, but okay, okay, okay. I know what y'all wait for. Let's get into this. We want to welcome a new country, Ireland. Thank you for tuning in to Sizzle Pop and joining the Sizzle Pop family. We appreciate your listen and hope you interact and voice what you think. And thanks again for your support. And we appreciate you. Forever paid, forever paid, forever paid is officially sold out of all hoodies. Woo, go FP, go FP. Yeah, yeah. Now new launches of masks is now available for purchase so go get y'all one today don't wait might be sold out before you know it because y'all was mad last time don't forget to interact and follow their facebook page at forever paid apparel new features will be coming soon as well better processes of ordering also don't forget to follow and interact on the forever paid instagram either and of course don't forget the website foreverpay.mn.shopify.com foreverpay.mn.shopify.com all reviews and comments are real make sure you support and show them love and you're hearing it here first Foreverpay will be dropping three new launches of hoodies soon and different colors so make sure y'all check that out and y'all heard it here first Now, before I even get started, I want y'all to hear it from Michael Jordan, one of the greats himself. No, he's not on the show, okay? But I want y'all to hear it from him himself, okay? I just want y'all to hear this, so before I even start. I won six championships. Bill Russell won 11. Does that make Bill Russell better than me and make me better than him? No. Because we play at different eras So when you try to equate who's the greatest of all time It's an unfair parallel It's an unfair choice And I think, you know Those are the demons that, you know Obviously, Tiger had to live with And he's going to be challenged he's going to be graded upon that But for me I think they're both great I would never say one is greater than the other That's me. that's my it okay. Okay, so I just want y'all to hear that. Now, basketball has been around since December 1891, only nine years before the nineteen hundred started. That's crazy new information. Ranked third in the U.S. for best sport, we are here to shine a light on basketball. Now, let me give you my background on it and why I love it. I grew up with my brothers more than two less than six right and all of them played of course but to love the game I seen passion and I seen determination that's when I knew I had to learn because I enjoyed watching the games I enjoyed cheering you know I enjoyed all of that basketball will always have a special place in my heart it was an outlet, too. You know, like, while teenagers was at the mall, I was at the gym or at a park with basketball shorts, 1v1, or record me while I practiced. You feel me? You get what I'm saying. You know the real hoopers you now. Basketball is that type of sport, you know. You could play anywhere, inside or outside, and you could play with anybody. That's actually false, because, you know, niggas be weak. But y'all know what I mean. Now, extremesports.com, James... Cassidy, on November 11, 2021, is giving us some history facts. I'm not going to read all of them because you know it's still basketball, but majority. One fact is that basketball was created by a Fayette teacher on December 21st, 1891. James Naismith created the game while working at the YMCA International Training School, Massachusetts. Did y'all know that? Just wondering. Basketball was initially played using soccer balls, not, like, like American soccer balls, not, um, the UK soccer balls. Okay, I hope I clear that up. The game involved throwing soccer balls into peach baskets. The referee of the game then had to retrieve the balls. Basketball changed in the early 1900s to include baskets with openings at the bottom. This helped avoid the process of, you know, having to retrieve the ball after scoring. Just imagine how longer the basketball games would be if, like, the refs had to go get the ball every single time. I don't even think it would, like, that would just be a lot of time. You get what I'm saying? Backboards were, you know later added to the baskets this is the setup used today since soccer balls were first used in the game there wasn't any dribbling in basketball at first basketballs that players could dribble weren't created until the 1920s and now like the basketball fans we are we're about to search up the first dribbling player so it's given me a couple people and we're going to look at all of them and see who is really the father of invention dribble So if you didn't know, not only was dribbling not a part of basketball at first, you couldn't dunk either. They would just throw the ball from where they was at, like Steph Curry, right? So Oscar Robertson invented dribbling between the legs. Tim Hardaway invented the ankle breaker. And by the way, in basketball terms, like invented, depending on your player status, you made it more popular, kind of like a rapper with a certain chain or you know, I influenced her with a certain wig. However, Alan Iverson and Steve Francis popularized the double crossover. I feel like I'm really talking stats. I'm getting goosebumps. When I was heavy, heavy into basketball, I'm talking orange sphere with black curved stripes, like very into the stats. If a game planned that night or that week, I'm matching the players to each other. And You know, who would take on who, who couldn't guard. Like, in real life, I make the plays or something. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm the coach. In the early stages of basketball history, players got rough during the games. This led to players falling on spectators who were there to enjoy the game. To avoid hurting the fans, basketball games moved to mesh cages. This change led to more problems. However... Players started falling into the sides of the cages and were getting injured more often. The cages were removed from the games soon after this. Okay, so y'all ever been to like street ball or any basketball game outside at a park? The gates always be mad small, but you're supposed to play ball in there. And usually people stand right outside on the gate and cheer or trash talk. You get what I'm saying? That's what that reminds me of. Cause trust me, you, I didn't seen it like with my own eyes. And I'm pretty sure y'all didn't seen it too. Like street ball. I don't really like calling it street ball, but street ball is very different than like league ball. And the reason why I say that is, is because, um, It really don't ever be refs and it's always going to end in an argument. You get what I'm saying? It's always going to end like that because there's nobody really to control your emotions like that. And it just be sometimes, no cap, niggas be losing and they be so mad, but people be cheating too. So, you know, it be, it be like a double up. You get what I'm saying? Sorry, y'all. little intermission. I just recorded this, like, segment, like, five times because I kept getting tongue-twisted and because I'm just so excited. So I need to calm down a little bit, right? Other interesting basketball facts you might not know include the history of the slam dunk. This move requires refined skills as it involves jumping above the rim of the net and pushing the ball into the hoop with one or both hands. Now, for those of you who know what a slam dunk is, thank you for listening to that. But for those who didn't know what a slam dunk was, how does it feel? It's believed that the first ever dunk in organized basketball occurred in 1936. Before that, it was all one leg push-up shots and layups. Joe Fordenberry, a 6'8 Texan, performed one in the Berlin Olympics for the US basketball team on the way to winning the sports first ever gold medal. Now I know y'all like thinking Michael Jordan made it popular though, right? Cause you know, they even said with Chamberlain and Bill Russell could dunk in the 60s for show, they just couldn't do it with style and finesse. You know, you know how they be trying to show throw shade and stuff like that. You already know how that be. And something else I love about basketball is no matter what time you come from, no matter what generation you from, if you enjoy basketball, you'll enjoy basketball. Now, I'm not saying that that stops the arguments, but that energy, though, is pure. You can't take that from nobody, and it's all about perspective, too. My bad, y'all. I know I'm jumping from topic to topic, fact to fact. The next fact is two women actually played in the, in the, in the, in the A. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to do my research and sidebar talk on this one. So I'm going to give you all a little time to prepare a few more seconds, you know. Okay, basketball has always been a male dominated sport. As most of you know, the NBA was established in 1946, while the WNBA wasn't created until 50 years later. While all of the players in the NBA were men, two women were actually drafted into all-male teams. To this day, these are the only women to have played as part of the NBA. The WNBA wasn't established until 1996. What? Are you kidding me right now? Denise Long was the first female player chosen during the 1969 NBA draft. She went on to play with the San Francisco Warriors. Louisa was the second woman drafted into the NBA in 1977. She joined the Orleans Jazz team. Bro, not only was it two women, Denise Long was known for her long distance shots way before the three-point line was even thought of she once scored 111 points in one game and got picked in the 13th round and was the height of 5'11 and number 24 yeah you already know you already know what we gotta do put some respect on her name yeah yeah uh uh-huh uh-huh Louisa Harris was the first black woman to be drafted to the NBA and inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame, got picked in the 137th round, and stood at 6'3", number 7. Give it up for her, too. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, for starters, wow. Wow. That is amazing. I did not know that at all. And especially because, you know, the women in my life who helped raise me never picked up a basketball or had little to no interest, which is fine by me. But me personally, basketball is always going to have a part in my life, even in the tiniest way, you know. Now, we finna get into what I know about basketball and my experiences, and then we're gonna get into some stats, why the NBA became so unpopular in the 70s, the Dream Team, who the MVP of all generations are, and the Redeem Team, too. Basketball can be emotional, man, like the passion, motivation, and dedication you have for basketball can't be interrupted because not everyone is going to understand or have that passion you do, you get what I'm saying? Now don't try to jump me for this. I know they were toxic. I know, I know, I know. But this is a perfect example. Monica and Q played by Sana Wathan and Omar Epps. Oh yeah, they bonded like that and had something so special because of the passion they both share for basketball. And that's all I'm going to talk about about that. Growing up, Basketball was a game to be at, y'all, only if the best teams and players were playing. Could be the worst team, but the best player, oh yeah, I'm going. The best team, worst player out, oh, I'm going. Best team, best duo, one out, one play, ooh, this a close one. Let's see if he can handle them boys by himself, you know. Anybody can play basketball, but not everybody can. Don't think on that too much because I'm definitely going to explain The dedication basketball takes and, you know, the passion that comes from it only reach certain people who have an actual attachment to the game and, you know, the strategies and techniques and, you know, the typical trash talk. Now, I hope y'all know that where's the D and defense, defense just like came out of thin air or something. No, that's from trash talk and it became popular, right? now everyone knows in the league and outside of the league trash talk is like the major key in basketball but not so much how to talk about how to take it dish it out and put it into the game you know and the only player that comes to mind as of now that i can really relate that to is kobe but we're gonna get into that now my favorite part we about to talk about is some stats and stats are statistics about the game All of it, you know, the player as an individual, the player with the team, the team points, the teamwork, you know, those are what we're going to cover and so much more. Now, I've been talking for a while and we're just going to play another shorts video. And this is Kevin Garnett on why Kobe chose the number 24. If you don't know, you're hearing it here people don't even know what the 24 stand for him. and that was a sign to everybody that he was a step above 23 if, if y'all even got that that's why he went with 24 that's why he went with 24 and that was a shot at mike straight up every goal or every record that mike jordan has had Cole chased it it was all about catching the mj and disappearing mj and surpassing mj that's all 24 is about the next youtube shorts i'm going to play is shaq speaking on kobe Bryant. i'm not going to tell you why but who do you think is like similar to kobe now nobody stop it well i mean like you know Kyrie and Devin I'm look, stop it. i mean similar to kobe no one even close no one. Yeah. You know, Kyrie, because, no, no one. Nah, and then, I, and then I don't think they want to be compared to Kobe. I think they're trying to make their own mark. But, you know, you, you always ask people, who's, who's who do you compare to Mike? I don't compare anybody to Mike. But if I had to answer the question, Kobe is the closest thing to Mike. <laughs> okay, I just want to try to hear that. I just want to try to hear that. We got three more after that, but I'm not going to play right now. We're going to first talk about the dream team, BleachReport.com, the... Be- 1992 NBA Dream Team players were Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Charles Barkley, Karl Malone, John Stockton, Patrick Ewing, David Robertson, Clyde Drexler, Scottie Pimpin, Chris Mullin, and Christian Latner. So now if you don't know the reason why they made the dream team is because after the 1988 U.S. Olympic basketball team was the first not to win the Golden Basketball. Basically trying to prove the point like, A, we the best players out, no shade to y'all, y'all good, but we the best. You know, basketball talk. And the NBA was still the most competitive league for the best players in the world, you know? So now let's get into why they chose these specific players. And this is Get your get your game talk on, right? Michael Jordan. That's Jordan. You know, who wouldn't want him on their team? You get what I'm saying? Magic Johnson, point guard, point guard. Karl Malone and Charles Barkley, it was the power forward for them. Two out of five of the best. Patrick Ewan and David Robertson, two of the best centers. They knew what they was doing for real because these are household names we still say today. And compare today, sounds like an alpha male team and you know how that goes in the NBA so they instantly demolished the other five teams they played up against by an average of 46 points a game they scored 110 plus points in every game aside from the gold medal game which they had 103 oh yeah that definitely deserves one of these uh huh uh huh yeah so they were able to be a good Crochen team led by Tony K and Drazen Petrovic in the gold medal game by 32, which was the closest any opponent has ever gotten. They stepped onto the court and dominated every game and finished in Barcelona a perfect 8-0. The dream team never looked back. Oh my gosh. Come on now. Y'all. y'all already knew it was coming. and this is where it became it becomes basketball if you don't know in 20 2008 a redeem team was created for the players who were in their prime but just didn't exactly get to show their full potential right so now they say the dream team could not possibly be beat by the redeem team because they just not scale like they are and the dream team would agree so What y'all think about that? Well, no, duh. They would agree, especially in basketball. Somebody could be 10 times better than you. And until you do one versus one, your fans, of course, going to talk that talk on your behalf. This is for educational purposes only. So more to learn, like extra facts, you can go to basketballnetwork.net. NBCSports.com, NBA.com, BallIsLife.com, BallIsLife.com. Um, remembering when the NBA created a dress code, you know, things like that. Those are my sources because I make sure I give props when due. So, the Redeem Team is a 2008 NBA team that played in the Olympic in the Olympics. Now, Carlos the Boozer. Jason Kitt, LeBron James, sorry, just had to do that, (laughs) sorry, Sorry. (laughs) one more time, LeBron James, (laughs) okay, my bad, Darren Williams, Michael Redd, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, Dwight Howard, Chris Bosh, Chris Paul, Tayshawn Prince and Carmelo Anthony the 2008 roster's average age was 26 years old which was among the youngest U.S. Olympic team of NBA players to win gold so I don't really know anybody's ages and stuff like that and like I know this is gonna sound really dumb but (laughs) so you telling me that this was the youngest team to ever play was 26 year old people I just want to know the oldest, like for real. No cap, because that's intriguing. Olympic team of NBA players to win gold of the seven U.S. Olympic teams that were formed with professional NBA players since 1992, only the 2012 team, which averaged 25 and a half years old, was younger. Like I'm not these I'm not saying that that's not young and I'm not saying that that's like borderline old. I'm just saying like that is a very like small window. You get what I mean? Another major addition to the 2018 was a Lakers legend, the late Kobe Bryant. He made his Olympic basketball debut for the Beijing Games in 2008, and many people believed he was the missing link that helped bring gold back to the U.S. But behind clutch shots from Dwayne Wade, Darren Williams, and Kobe Bryant, the redeemed team pulled ahead and won the gold medal, 118-107 to 107 as a score. Fun fact slash slide bar talk, on March 2nd, 1962, with Chamberlain set the NBA single-game scoring record by tallying 100 points for the Philadelphia Warriors in a 169 score of 147 victory over the New York Knicks. Give it up. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Now, the only person who I didn't say who was who wasn't on the redeem team is Allen Iverson if you know of or heard of Iverson you know he had a very blunt attitude and crazy skills on a court won't take away from that his comments on being left off the redeem team was it was out of my control I definitely didn't want to make a big deal about it out of the respect for the guys that they did choose what impact do y'all think the redeem team would have had if Iverson was on it right Dress code time. Okay. So I'm just about to start throwing facts out there, right? No chains, no pendants or medallions worn over clothes, no sunglasses in buildings, no headgear of any kind, no jerseys unless provided, I mean approved by the team, no headphones, right? Now, today, that might seem okay and normal, but back then, that's how majority of the players dressed come to practices, games, interviews, events. You get to understand because they are in fact regular people just playing an international popularized game. On this day in history, October 17th of 2005, David Stern made the NBA the first major sports league to have a dress code. A dress code that requires baggy pants and jersey wearers like Allen Iverson and Carmelo Anthony to wear quote-unquote business casual attire to games and a sports coat with dress shoes on the bench a dress code that meant jewelry lovers like paul pierce had to tuck their bling inside of their collared or turtleneck shirts like more so oh you're on air but, um... I'm all here right now? Yeah. Say what's up. What's up, what's up. what's up, y'all? So, um, me and my brother here, we're just talking about basketball, really, and the dress code in the league. So, how do you feel? Look, man, all I know is it's all about control. Try to take these masculine men and, and try to control them. And so, what does a suit... The way you walk in the, in the locker room, into the, in the building, how to do it to all the court? You I'm get Charlie I'm with Jordan? Red shoes are shoes. The fuck you mean you can't wear this color because it's not part of the outfit? You get what I'm Bro, saying? Am I making buckets? Am I making buckets? It's called the NBA basketball, not the, the National Shoe Association. <laughs> you get what I mean? And then I'm not. Here, man. Another thing is, is more so like, um, like, um, how can I explain this? Like, they, they really tried to, like, mold these characters, not these characters, these players, right, into their characters, and then, um, and then also, on top of that, it was more so like, um, these were alpha males. You get know what I'm saying like the players didn't choose the, their teammates the coaches did. They know exactly who's going to clash, they know exactly what's going to make TV and they know exactly You get know what I'm saying? It was never about the game. It was never it was yeah. never about that because if that's the thing, if that's the case, then they would make playing in a in the dirt for kids a sport. You get know what I'm saying? Then they would make it like that because I like basketball was created by a Phi Ed teacher For a course Of gym You get what I'm saying? That's who created it It wasn't no player It wasn't no coach It wasn't no basketball association NBA didn't create basketball You get what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people Be forgetting that Like just because um, Michael Jordan has the Jordan shoe He didn't That's not the first man Who ever created a shoe You get what I'm saying? Like like those, I would say, I don't know. And then people be saying how Michael Jordan's shoes are the best shoes, but it's more so like he don't even want, you know, the people who look like us to wear them. They weren't for us. They were for the white people. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then yeah. when he said know. that, everybody got mad and I'm just like, why? Why would you get mad because this man is being honest with y'all? Y'all want why do you think that the shoes are three, four hundred dollars? Nobody in the hood could afford that unless they want their lights cut off. You get what I'm saying? There like like Look, what is it? Card? Yeah, go ahead. Like, you know, there were you could keep going though. That's all I was about to say. I was saying like they got what the first card card game was fitted back in the day. Then they had the, the, what was it? It was three, it was racing, and then it was bowling, whatever. Basically, what I'm saying is, you got all these games that was better back in the day. With all the information you have, when we come to this point. You want to fuck with us. Fuck, try to play us. But all them games, they came out way before us. You picked that, all that to play with us? You feel me? That don't make sense to me. It don't make sense at all. Okay. Excuse you me. You try to do all this. All this is crap, and it's all surrounded by money, man. And then that takes the game away. That's why when I play ball, people are like, man, I'm put money on you, don't do that. No. I mean, you take the game away from me. You take the love away from me. Now it's all about money. That's why, hey man, that's probably why I ain't go pro. That's maybe why I'm in a position I'm in now, because I couldn't. You're not gonna tell me, hey man, you can't. You got you gotta score these many points. So you tell me I got I you you telling me how many points I have to score. And then if I don't score them, and then I'm about to get um I'm about to get traded. I'm about to get traded. Right. And then and then look, right, this is what really gets me too. I think I touched on this a little bit. The contracts, and Shaq have talked about this too. The contracts that the NBA players be having is so crazy to me because it's more so like non-existent, right? It's only one sided. That's what I meant. It's only one sided, okay. Because they can tell you right now, say, boom, we got a random basketball player. We're going to name them Story Life, right? Story Life is uh, 6'3", you know, slender, like regular basketball people. Okay, boom, 6'3". Story Life has to um, get 100, no, not 100, say like 58 points, right, in the first game to even be considered to be on this team for a long distance, Right. If he get 40, 38, he's getting traded because he didn't live up to what they told him to, right? Now, his family is counting on him. His family is counting on him. He has to get traded. Now, when basketball players get traded, they have to go, they have to move to the city or the state, the country whatever that they got traded in, right? Their whole family has to come with them, right? This man's story is broke. He came into the league broke. You get what I'm saying? And y'all promised him all this money. Now, a lot of the times that basketball players don't know is, is they will give you that money before you even score any baskets, right? Now, when they give you that money and you don't score the baskets or the points that they want you to, they won't take it back. They'll put you in debt. Now you owe the league, right? Now... Not not only are you getting traded, you have to. You can't quit. You can't say, No, 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 I don't want to do this no more. And even if you don't like that team or a player on that team, they don't care because they That's know exactly. Only, so you gotta pay that money back. You get what I'm saying? And then on top of that, like I forgot who was just a all star player and he didn't score the buckets that they wanted him to and he got Like traded to a bogus, bogus, bogus team, and then that ended that ended up leading him to um having to retire or something like that. Because not only was the team bogus, they wasn't getting as much acknowledgement as the other teams. Like me personally, I didn't even know that Arkansas doesn't have a basketball team, they don't have a sports team in general. You get what I'm saying? So just imagine right? Right, so just imagine, like, you get what I'm saying. Just imagine that for a basketball player in the league, and they really be trying to make it seem like, you know, we want that, or this is what the fans want. No, who? Okay, I know that they have to get paid. They have to get paid. But when did this sport become a job? This was supposed to be for fun. I yeah. told you, I told you that it was made in a fight ed game. I mean, in a Fayette class by a gym teacher, you get what I'm saying? Like, this was a game. Yeah. And it was played with a soccer ball at first. Like, not a football soccer ball, yeah. but a soccer ball soccer ball, right? And, um, you know, then they just started changing the game. They just started changing the game. They started changing the game. And my thing is, it's more so, like, why? Why did you have to put a price tag on something that's so pure? Like, it just comes naturally for some people. You get what I'm saying? Because that begins separation. That's that's mentally, psychologically begins dividing. Now I got to, now I got to decide if I like this team or him, or the, him or them. Why you just can't like them because they play ball? Just cause? Oh, he don't make enough money. I don't like him. the I don't like him like that. But <coughs> excuse me. You know, and that's what really um that's what gets me sometimes too, and then. Like the WNBA didn't get created until 1996, right? And now this is my thing. This is my thing. That really does cause separation. Now that I look about it, and all the information that I know, and all the new information that I know, like about like women's rights and stuff like that, and this and third, the reason why the WNBA was so pushed off 50 years later. Is because women aren't supposed to be masculine. Women aren't supposed to do, you get what I'm saying? Women aren't supposed to be like that. And I don't, I really wanna do an episode on that more so because I wanna know who broke the scale for them making a women's basketball league. You get what I'm saying? Like who, what did they say? What did they say after 50 years later of people saying so? What did they say that made them say, "Okay, we'll give them their own league"? Right now, I'm not saying I'm not saying at all that the women's basketball league has any type of promotion or any type of credit or any type of fan base that um, the NBA does. Right, I'm not saying that because they still don't have as much recognition as they should. Now, also, it's mainly for the fact is like women so far back, we're supposed to be housewives. they're supposed to be mothers, they're supposed to be providers and stuff like that and you're not supposed to do that. like most women in that times are supposed to be video vixens, they're supposed to be um, singers, you know they're supposed to be backup dancers. you get what I'm saying they're supposed to be in girl groups. that wasn't and I'm glad you know I'm not glad that it happened in 1996 but I'm just glad that before the 2000s came, you know, like, that was a thing. That was a thing. Because I just feel like, that's so bogus. And then even when they created the um, Women's Basketball League, it wasn't until 2005, really, that everybody started to know about it. And I think that's so crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yep. But... I'm about to let you go. I'm about to record the rest of this episode and then I will call you back after. Are oh, we done with this with this, we done? Yeah. Okay, well I'm glad. Hey, I wanna get another one too. All right, bad. Alright, love you. I like this. Love you boy. And, you know, that's something mm, I get, but I don't get because majority of these basketball players have came from, you know, like the gutter parts of America and stuff like that. And the reason why I do get it, you know, because it became a professional game and became one of the most watched sports games. So they want their players to look presentable and business casual you look good you feel good you feel good you do better right now i believe that they um they wanted to change these players and make them into characters but i'm not gonna get so much on that because we just had a call in and that will be very soon you will be hearing that so Now, we're going to get on some differences of the NBA and the NWBA. For starters, like I mentioned earlier, women's basketball wasn't created until four years before the 2000s even started. That should say something, too. Also, women weren't allowed to vote until 1920s, which was 20 years before the NBA for men was created. See the timeline, right? You see that? Me, personally... I didn't grow up with a glorified thought of female basketball players because it was almost like they had to be taken seriously enough to even be paid attention to, and I never thought that was right. They should have had an equal chance. Then, again, societies back then, women are only supposed to cook and clean and be a wife and a mother, not a person with a dream. And I just feel like that's so bogus that's just so crappy right now I'm going to talk about the greatness that female basketball players have accomplished breaking real barriers you would think after Denise Long and Louisa Harris it would have been made mandatory to um to make a you know basketball association for women Lisa Leslie is the first female to dunk in the NWBA. On July 30th, 2002, Nike is about to release a dunk shoe to honor the 20th anniversary for Leslie. You already know, you already know. Yeah, give it up, give it up, give it up. So I know I went like, Full announcer and stack keeper. You know, I had a call in. But how do y'all feel? What do y'all think? Who's your favorite player of all time? I believe that there's different goats of different generational times. But even still, I won't say it. Because it it might not be yours. And frankly, that's an argument I'm not interested in. Because nobody will ever change my mind. Because it's my list of the... Players I think are incredible, but our list consists of the best Incredibles. Make sure y'all check out the latest episodes and be on the lookout for the new and upcoming. Thank you for listening to Sizzle Pop the Podcast by Shea Money. Listen to you next time. Catch me on the flip side. Yeah.